I was listening to a podcast today and there was like, they were interviewing a former neo-Nazi. Um, Always fun. Yeah. But the neo-Nazi, former neo-Nazi, sorry, um, had agreed to the interview, but they had to go mm-hmm. to his wellness retreat. And so they're at the wellness retreat and it was very like new age, like waving, waving. Well, no, exactly. It's almost worse than neo-Nazism really. It's like, are you really reformed if you've turned into a guru? Um, Anyway, he's waving the, the rosemary and sage round to purify Mm -hmm. and playing a little drum and whatever. And then, yeah, they go out into the, they, they, they start like the, the emotion release exercise where they're screaming each other's face. And yeah, just listening to men yell at each other, but like really forcing it. There's no emotion behind it. It's like, it's, it's. Yeah, it's grim. I reckon everyone could be behooved to do a an acting class. It's like, just sell it a little, man. Yeah. I know you're not really into it, but sell it a little. Like, if you put your eyebrows down, like if you furrow your brow as you yell at someone, it's going to sound angrier. Like, yeah, I think so. Do a bit of facial manipulation, you know? Exactly. It's like smiling, uh, forcing a smile apparently yeah. makes you happier. I don't yeah. know. Well, this that's the just thing. If you need to... to fake a smile, like actually fake a smile, just exhale as you do it. Yeah. You just... <laughs> yeah. No, it's good Good for oh, yeah. an audio medium, that, yeah. that little uh, act. No, because good. it is good, because now people will try it immediately to see if it works. Going on, webheads. Is that what your what your fans are called, webheads? Nah, I call them my broken homies because uh, we are listening to Broken Home. That's much better. The only podcast where being broke ain't all bad. So today, our guest is Sando, and we're just going to kick into the conversation we were sort of already having of absolute nonsense before the podcast. Kicked yeah, off. well, we rarely speak sense around each other, which is nice. Yeah, it's kind of rare to have someone who you've not had too many actual serious situations with. Yeah. So they're still your fun friend? Yeah, exactly. It's like, we haven't witnessed anybody getting bashed or anything yet together. No, not so yet. So we're still in this blissful period of like, every time I see Sando, it's good fun. I love that we both fully expect that will happen at some point. Like, we are going to, we are going <laughs> to witness some violence. I love all, like, you know, you love all your mates and whatever, but it's like, after you see this, like, I've had a serious moment with Quani. I've had a like, <laughs> Yeah. I'm still not sure I've had any serious moments with Quani. Oh, maybe one. And uh, yeah, I can't even go into it here, so I don't know why I brought it up. Let's just say I've had no serious moments. <laughs> these two just doing yuck yucks over a corpse. I'm like, this doesn't count. I'm not even traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't tell anyone. So yeah, we can't mention a thing. <laughs> We've got to yeah. believe our Connie's name. Yeah, well, we can't. You can't believe our Connie's name. No, of course not. The man needs cred. Makes it sound like and a this slur. is definitely giving cred to people. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> How many episodes of this podcast have you done, Webby? We're in double digits. I think we're up to 15. 15. There are Happy 15th, mate. Thanks, mate. So close to being able to join the army, this podcast. <laughs> Not <laughs> well, to vote. I wasn't vote. sure if it was 15 or 16, because I was meant to be doing a follow-up one with Mib. Oh, just, right. It was meant to be like three days later. We're like, yeah, we'll do that. And then he just... The problem is he lives in Taiwan. Uh, and so we'll be organizing to do a thing. We're like, yeah, we'll do that in three days. And he's like, I'm actually... Like, oh, I've actually got to train for the city. eventual invasion of my country. Yeah, well... <laughs> Man, the number anyway. Let's definitely leave those jokes off the thing. Otherwise, we'll just be going yeah. at the mainland. We yeah, we can't. Oh, yeah, no, we can't. You can't. You can't uh, just rule out that entire population as an audience, mate. You got to keep them on side. You'd be surprised. Like the number of people that I've got. I think the majority of people who listen to this are mates of my friend Mobes because oh, okay. he's just that guy. <laughs> people love Mobes, and it's the only advertising I've got. <laughs> well, that's fair enough. It's good. It's the only way to build an audience is word of mouth, I think. <laughs> well, literally, he somehow managed to weasel his way into running a fucking advertising company in Taiwan. So yeah, well, he's definitely like the guy yeah. I need. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm this close to a Nord fucking. Oh, URL. yeah, a Nord VPN. Yeah, it would be Not good. full sponsorship, but it'd, have to, it'd be like an affiliate link. So <laughs> Yeah, true. <laughs> so I get a couple cents if anyone decides to be charitable and use it. Yeah, I'm not a NordVPN guy. You will have to bleep that out if you're still angry. <laughs> no, I don't use NordVPN. I don't use any VPN, man. Have my information, I reckon. And look, I don't want American Netflix. I don't want fucking American anything, as far as I'm concerned. Some true patriotism. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but just for streaming services. I'm like, yeah, uh, I can't. can't hit. No. <laughs> man, know. but what if you want to torrent things because there's no way to get it here because the Yanks think they can keep it from us? Yeah, it's true. They fucking, yeah, that American exceptionalism. Only we may watch this uh, Netflix thing that we almost cancelled for the tax break. No. Me and Nord slash Express slash any other VPN. <laughs> <laughs> any VPN. I'm dying here. <laughs> 
No, no, no. this is still a passion project, mm. he says to himself. <laughs> That's all right. Once I hit 50, guys, it'll be weekly, I promise. Oh, how, how frequently is it updated now? Oh, it's like maybe once every... Like, it's meant to be weekly. Once Sometimes I, we miss a couple. Once every I can give a fuck, basically. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's more that as I'm getting older and my, my mates are getting older that I want to do this with, it's like... You get harder. You, the windows don't line up as often. No, nah, it's true. So young people have to deal with my problems of being older than them. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, the young people are probably the ones you want to speak to because they have the most recent experience of being broke. <coughs> yeah, in various ways. <laughs> <laughs> or there's going to be some rich kids listening and slumming it. Oh, I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I get it. I'm down with the... <laughs> You just got to walk around Melbourne Uni asking a bunch of, like, first years to be on the podcast so they can be like, oh, you think I'm poor? Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely the look I was going for. So That's what I start doing. Fox Pop and unis until I get thrown out. (laughs) And then I get to hook to the guy I really want to talk to, the security guy. They've got good security at Melbourne Uni, man. You'd be surprised. I don't know that from experience, just from observation. (laughs) I've seen it. I've seen dudes get thrown out. You know how they used to chuck drunks out of bars? Just pick Mm -hmm. them up by the seat of their pants and throw them out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Bartos. Yeah, the Bartos. Yeah. That should be a, that should be an Olympic sport, I reckon. Ooh, but then it becomes the issue of like, do you get to pick? Like, do you put in a team? Is it like a bobsled team you put in? Oh, so there's a tosser and a tossee. Yeah, like, do you have to put both guys in from your country, or do you all toss the same guy? Yeah, and does the tossee have to be an alcoholic? <laughs> Just the most scrawny. Yeah, you got to breath him before he's in. Yeah. He's got to be at least point oh eight. Otherwise, nah. Yeah. You liquor him up, you've got five minutes again until you, you re-weight in. It'd kind of be like, it'd be like regular um, Olympic sports, because like you pretty, pretty much only get two two cycles round before your body's clapped out. Like, Yeah, which would be a dive cirrhosis. Peak, it's like... <laughs> yeah, that's no, fair enough. I reckon we could do it. We need to just, yeah, start getting these sports in, because uh, I can't remember if it was on the pod or just as a conversation, but me and Kwani were talking about uh, having sun-smart Aussie rules football. <laughs> well, it's just football at Marvel Stadium, right? No, 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 no. You got to wear a hat, uh, broad brim hat, and anytime you're not wearing your hat, you are like out of position, uh, essentially. Right. So it's like if you go off for a big mark, you get it. Oh, hat falls off. Nah, turn it over. Everyone's in long sleeve jerseys, yeah. socks up to their fucking gooch. Yeah, yeah. okay, I can see it. Um, what about Legionnaires hats? Where's where that sit? <sighs> see, that'd be the thing. Like, I think that'd be the first controversy. Yeah. It's like it's all broad brims because that's what we hand out. That's what they're selling at the merch we'll table. Probably mitigate the head contact issue the AFL's having at the moment as well because broad brim pretty stiff. Yeah, keeps and that's the thing. Apart. As soon as the hat comes off, he's a foul anyway. You don't yeah, need it. And true, this is the thing. Kick. You no longer like you don't go the height. He's ducking under your head. That doesn't matter. You step back, knock his hat off. Bam, you've got he's in there, he's got the ball out of position, you oh, turn right. it over. It's a legal play to knock the hat off. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. It's a, like a, like that's the thing. You are both like trying to get the ball while keeping your hat on and defending it from other players. Yeah, true. Tell you what, let's find thirty six blokes and thirty six hats. <laughs> we'll go down the park. Oh man, it's like who's gonna be better do you reckon? The small guys who are under hat level of everybody else, or the big guy who can just flip hats over the pack? That's a good point. That's well, a good point. <laughs> So there's a standard hat you'd wear. Like, you couldn't go in a, in a say, pork pie hat. I mean, yeah, obviously. I would go standard hat, but I think there would be, you know, exceptions where you'd go, okay, you could have, like, novelty rounds. Oh, it's like, all right, this week, good. everyone's in clown wigs. St. Patrick's Day rolls around. Yeah, everyone's, yeah, everyone's wearing the ring top hats. hats. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's a good idea. We could have Centurion round. That would actually be good, but then everyone's got to wear the skirts as well. <laughs> <laughs> or would Anzac Day be? Everyone just wears, like, a little... Uh, everyone wears respect, helmet. <laughs> We're a little bit of we're a little bit of fucking patriotism, isn't it? Yeah, is. exactly. Yeah. We're one rose in the game. Everyone refuses to move. <laughs> <laughs> Moment of silence. How about the whole game of silence? Anyway, look, I look forward to this league getting off the ground, and uh, you know it'll probably struggle at first, but then I think mm. it'll definitely fail. So um, yeah. <laughs> Like, Look, if Quidditch is still going, oh I reckon Sun Safe Footy, we could get like yeah, a wow. we could get a charity game once a year, maybe. The funny thing, it, it's so funny that Quidditch like outlived J.K. Rowling as a cultural <laughs> phenomenon. It's like if Quidditch can survive its creator being outed as like, like a transphobe, fuck with it. Well, yeah, because surely it was like the fandom hanging on to like that yeah. made that sport a thing in real life. Yeah. Yeah, you got to stop this now, brother. It is a sport. They're playing a game to the best of their ability. It's got as rules, athletes. yeah. You know, true. Get, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's know. made me really excited to get my sports league off the ground, which is butt plug soccer. 
You got to run around. It's normal soccer, but <laughs> everyone's got a butt plug in. You can't see it, but they check before the match. Are you, do you get penalties or like boosts like you do in that like the electric F ones? So like if no. you if you're like playing well or like you're doing well, oh you like, reckon there's like they balance it out by like turning your vibrator and your butt plugs on. Oh, they make those. I'm very sheltered. <laughs> <laughs> A vibrating butt plug. Oh, so that was you saying the most extreme thing you could think of. Yeah. (laughs) You've stepped into the wrong shed. Yeah, I think I have. As if I couldn't tell when I walked in here that this would be, yeah, a shed of depravity. It's a barbarian costume hanging from the middle (laughs) of the room. That's not intimidating. Yeah. Are those asthma puffers in the little uh, utility belt? No, Uh, those are pretend potions. Oh, potions. (laughs) Very cool, Webby. Very cool. Oh, mate. As if an asthma puffer would be cooler, sorry. No, it's good mate, they're hidden around everywhere, like tactical positions. There's like, you know, everywhere, like a, if you're, when you're really like smoking, smoking, mm. how there's lighters in all of those tactical locations around your house. Yeah. I have an asthma puffer in probably 90% of those. Oh, right. They're just around. Yeah. You're like a gun nut, but the thing you want to protect is your lungs, not your home. Well, not protect, more yeah. safe if they're going down. Yeah, fair <laughs> I think of it more of an, an EpiPen situation than a... Yeah, right. Fuck, yeah. that's serious, man. Oh, jeez. You give me oh. a lot of clues to people who might like to do you harm in this podcast. People listening in. Oh, that's his secret weakness. Steal one of his asthma puffers. Yeah, because I can't get an asthma No, it's true. They're pretty free. And it's around. not so much that I uh, need... It's that I'll look for them, not find them. Like, just can't remember where they've left them. Go get two more. Mm. And then they end up in the places that I thought were the most obvious places last time. <laughs> and, like, it's just... Like, I'm usually very organized. I can remember yeah. where I've left. But because it's such a generic thing that I just sort of go through and use mm. every now and again, like, I won't remember specifically where I left it. Because it's not like my keys. No. Because then you know where your keys are. Yeah. This is more if like... If you had nine sets of keys, I reckon you'd lose a lot more keys. <laughs> no, nah, even then. Because you'd... It'd have to be, like, every week you've got a new key. Yeah, fuck. Like, but even more than that, like, it's like trying to remember a toilet roll. Like, where would you leave a specific toilet? Like, if you grabbed one out of the bag that was separate and you left it somewhere to... What makes me think you should put them all in one place, then? One place? Surely the convenience of having them in multiple places is not worth the inconvenience of uh, losing a bunch of them. Because it starts as that, but then it's like, oh, I've got one, it's in the car. Oh, yeah. But I'm upstairs. Oh, yeah. So it's like, fuck it, I'll just crack another one and have an inside one and a one in the car. <laughs> you just got to case them sitting in the closet? That's cool. They just, Well, yeah, because I always buy them a two or four at a time. Yeah, you, you got any American people listening to this podcast? Because they'll oh, probably be just shocked at your, like... <laughs> they'll be shocked at your, you know, profligate use of these, you know, $500 Ventolin cartridges. They're mm. like, oh, you got, must have really good insurance. Oh, uh, mate, Australia, I used to... Yeah, we, well, here we go. My first... Uh, being poor and getting high in a weird fucking way was literally in primary school. I, re- I remember seeing recently that it was like, oh, it's a trend now that people are getting high by getting asthma inhalers that they mm-hmm. have and overusing them. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was totally doing that. <laughs> but just not realizing that it was drug abuse. Yeah, I just thought the, it was like, oh, this is what it means to breathe properly. Beginning of some pretty compulsive uh, Absolutely. Behavior. So yeah. it's just like, oh. I'd be at school and I'd be like, oh, can I just go out to the, my bag? I'm just having some trouble breathing. I'm going to grab my asthma puff. <laughs> Just like hitting eight or ten sprays and then going in and trying to explain to some other kid in my class that I feel like a robot. I've got most of my eyes are floating around on their own, but I can't feel my body. It's just oxygen deprivation. <laughs> it's really all it would be, right? Just, just explaining this to people. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but you want to have a go? It's fine. Yeah, it's not bad. No, you're, actually, like Nang? Gross, you're a Nang guy? I've had them before once. Yeah, right. It was one of those things where it was like... I'd either be it, it'd be like later on at the party after I had to leave or the other way around yeah. or they've ran out by the time we've done something or the like person who was getting them didn't end up turning up. Or f- it was just this constant thing of like, they're worth hanging around for me and they're good fun. <laughs> I think that's, that's a classic example of I can't own the paraphernalia for that because otherwise I'd do it, you know, <laughs> uh, every 30 seconds oh, man, every day for the rest of my life. Like yeah. <laughs> I would find ways to make my life work around things. So it's good that I can't, Access them on a whim. I've spoken to people where it's like, yeah, I have, I do it in the morning when I have a coffee. Yeah, just like cause it's there and it's like it's good and then it's gone. Sounds I'm like, like is something it? I do? Yeah. yeah, fuck. You ever sniff glue on purpose? Um, yeah, I guess so. You ever abuse? Yeah, inhalers? not glue. Not glue. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I haven't done I it think since of... I was a very like young teenager, but uh, I accidentally did it recently. Like, 
Mm. I was uh, trying to fix my washing line with some super glue. Just makes you real dumb now. Like, I can't imagine how much damage I've done to my bro. I didn't do it that much as a kid, but fuck. <laughs> like, I was just like, I, I feel actively stupider after doing that. Definitely a sniff of the market, kid. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, depends yeah, and shit. That's kid shit. That's just kind of, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's it. like uh, when you pull up at the petrol station, mum goes inside and you crack the window over the shit, even though she said not to. Yeah, just smell a bit of the pump. Oh yeah, dude, totally. You know, I'm not putting it in a rag and huffing it like that. I just want to. No. Mm, it smells like the colours you can see when you're sitting at the yeah. petrol station. Yeah, it's <laughs> good. I don't know. As a kid, I used to fucking like put everything in my mouth as well. Beyond an age, I think that it was like acceptable, or it could just be written off as kid behaviour. I'm talking mm-hmm. like 10, 11, 12, like yep, yep. fucking chewing on shit. Yeah, I've eaten a lot of plastic as well. I don't worry about microplastics in my body so much as the macroplastics that I'm sure are like embedded in the walls of my intestine. Oh man, one time, like I, up until like basically since I was dating Tiff, mm-hmm. I'd just never been to the dentist. Oh, dude! Well, uh, on the f- one that, on the one hand, congratulations because dentist sucks, but also like you need to go. Fuck. Yeah, you do, but at the same time, I get there they're like, look, you got a bit of build up here, but it's fine. Okay. They're pretty on board with it. Crushing it. Either you're a <clears throat> medical marvel or you got a shit dentist. <laughs> like, uh, no, yeah, it looks fine. I consider okay. myself more of a fluke. Oh, yeah, right. Maybe, or that yeah. my talents that my body decided to naturally have were particularly specific, mm. so I can't actually exploit them in any way apart from... You should from... go to the Teeth Olympics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no of nature teeth. <laughs> Look at these bad boys. Dentist once in 22 there years. There is probably a Dental Olymp- uh, Olympics, I reckon, because dentists are... I think it would be for the dentists. Well, you, no, no, exactly. But the, yeah, because they're sad people devoid of meaning in life, so they do have to turn to these bizarre uh, pastimes. Kind of like the Quidditch people. But, do you yeah. know why they're sad and depressed, though? Sorry? Do you, do you know, know why they're sad and depressed? Uh, because they did used to have... Oh, uh, right, yeah. But it was for, like, how many teeth can you rip out in fucking 30 seconds? Four. Like, it was carny-level yeah, shit. Yeah, And they crazy. took that away from them. They took yeah. the stage. Yeah, probably. They're all you'd be a ringer in that scenario. Like, they could just wheel you in, and, yeah, you'd be the most important part of the team. Oh, yeah. I've got, you've got to have the reveal metal. guy. Yeah, that's true. You put some guy in there who looks enough like me, but he's just got manky-ass <laughs> teeth. Put a box over his head. We all switcheroo. Bam, no, that's the I Magic come. Olympics. Yeah, that's the <laughs> world shit. That's no, 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 such no. a cruise. It's cheating at dentistry. <laughs> it's like a cruise ship magic trick. That's... <laughs> Can I get someone in the crowd with terrible teeth, please? Terrible oh. teeth. I need a person with manky fucking jaws. Any, like, I like magic as a concept, mm. but anytime I see... I like Magic the Gathering. <laughs> I actually do so, like yeah, Magic yeah. the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> I played a game recently uh, after, like, probably 12 years not playing it. Mm-hmm. It's still fucking rules. This is, what, this is the the group of people that I'm trying to put together. A squad of, like, Ocker <laughs> blokes that are into nerd shit. Yeah, I Just think... so we can bully the... Uh, no. <laughs> but bully them with knowledge. We want insider yeah. knowledge before we pick on people. <laughs> I know a guy who knows nunchucks, or I don't really know him. <laughs> I met him. Met him. Yeah, man. I know of a guy who knows nunchucks too. No, no, no. But like, I I even interacted with him recently. But yeah, like yeah. he's this. Oh, I don't know. I can't. I can't say his name for sure. But he's uh, yeah, he's a comic in Sydney, and he just mm. like has this super overconfidence in person. Um, but it extends to his online life in that he'll post videos because of, of him using nunchucks. Yeah, it's like, got to admire <laughs> oh, that. Fuck. Deeply, I'm going to believe that he's a comic because fucking hell, that's, no, that's going to be so ble- easy to find. No, you reckon? Oh, well, that's all right. I don't do comedy Sydney comic posts for videos of nunchucks as if you can't, all right, challenge anyone listening to this. Yeah, if anyone can find it, it'd be him. very funny. Um, I'll, find I'll just him. tell Webby who I'll is off air. Uh, Webby, you got to give me a barbarian outfit, I reckon. That's the prize if you can guess it. You can have it after I finish wearing it. Yeah, but it's just deeply uncool to know how to use nunchucks. I think uh, it would be slightly more cool if you didn't, if you're embarrassed about yourself, like if you had a bit of shame. But <laughs> posting online, it's like, man, that's the only way you could make martial arts. Yeah, embarrassing. I think I'm telling anybody cool. about it. Like huh? that. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Martial arts, I think, are also like very cool. I find them interesting and like. They've got a weird, like, cultural and historical place in a lot of countries yeah, where, you, exactly. like, you can link one and two together. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, I... Do you like the UFC? You're into, like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Like, I, I don't follow it, but anytime it's been on and I'm watching it with people, it's like... Yeah. yeah I love watching it, getting back into a bit of a fight. I'm a pussy. I don't like it. I like, huh? I don't, I don't like watching replays when footy players injure themselves. So, like, I, I definitely don't like it. what watching a dude's face get opened up. At least not in real time. I can watch the highlights. I like mm. fights, but 
I don't like to watch like, you know, dudes tired and hurt just being like, all right, fuck, I'm going to keep going. I don't know. That's, it, yeah. Uh, for me, it's, yeah, there's always the one second that I don't want to see is the moment you want to stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it's good. like once they're unconscious on the ground and they're just literally just hammering <laughs> into the face and like you are the only reason he's still moving up and down is because of the force you're putting onto him mm. it's like you're sitting over his midsection so he's just flopping like a fish now and it's just like that's yeah. the bit i don't want to see but you can't know that's coming no, it's until true. it's already happening yeah <laughs> and then there's just like the broken limbs and shit i don't know that stuff mm. doesn't do it for me just like they don't even shoulders. those ones you don't even need the slow motion replay you no, see no, it no, in no. slow motion it's like ah oh, that's not moving right just like oh me. then nah nah and you look away and the image is still in your head and you're like fuck it I already have for a dart um, <laughs> yeah. hell yeah I gotta get out of here I gotta go to the toilets and vape <laughs> man there's nothing worse than that like trying to get on the vapes trying to get off the darts trying to be good and it's then him. people are like yeah you can just vape inside I'm like yeah but then I can't leave yeah well that's the best <laughs> part about it I can't remember what it was maybe uh, Jamie Kirk, my friend Jamie Kirk used to have a bit about that. He's like, yeah, um, yeah, it's, it sucks not smoking. You can't, you don't have an excuse to leave a conversation. You know, it is funny though that people buy that because like you say, oh, I got to go just kill myself quietly outside for five minutes with instead of continuing with this conversation. It is the best excuse to get out of something like that. I, think. I don't know. But yeah, vapes, I've been on these for three years. I'm more addicted to them than I've been to anything else in my life. I smoked for 10 years and then mm. switched to these. Yeah, it's been a... It's been a wild ride. I don't know. People still, like keep going like, oh, people getting really addicted to vape. But it's like, oh, I'm mad addicted to cigarettes. That's and fair. since I bought these vapes, it's like I'll roll a joint or something up with uh, you know some chop shop that I got while buying the vapes. Mm. But I'm not needing any cigarettes in between. Yeah. yeah like, I just haven't bought any since. Like, yeah, I, I, I pull- was there. It's like you scab one, but it's like there's another, what, one or two missing from there. Yeah, sure. And that's been sitting there the same amount of time. So it's just like the vape's fine. Yeah. No, that's And fair. that's the thing. If you're coming down off cigarettes, it's like, great. Yeah. But then people start going, do you think you're vaping too much? I'm like, don't fucking... <laughs> yeah. Don't take this away from me. It is like, more satisfying. Do you realize how much money I'm saving to kill myself? Maybe the same amount? Yeah. At worst? Yeah, exactly. So much money. <laughs> no, that's true. And you're going down buying fucking 25 cigarettes for 45 bucks. Yeah, when it's more expensive than a case of beer, that's when you're in trouble. That's when Cozzy lives really, really bites, eh? And it Fuck. really fucking hurts when you've got, like, a dad that used to smoke and drink, and every time smoke's changed fucking price, you've got to hear the whole itinerary of what yeah. a night out would cost you. And just at the same fuck, I'd, I'd repeat, back, repeat it back to him now. Yeah. And just, like, put on the old man voice, ramp it up a few times. Where'd your old boy grow up? Was he Benalla. Benalla as well? Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, Mansfield... Night out in Benalla. What's that like? Pardon? What's a night out in Benalla like? Uh, depends. Okay. And uh, what age you are. All right, you're a young man, Benalla. Say, say <laughs> we're 10 years younger, just hitting our 20s. Um, Ooh. Uh, well, we're getting weird looks, because if you're there in your 20s and people don't already know who you are... All oh, right, okay. ...that you're immediately recognised. It's like Wake and Fright, like everyone's looking at you as you walk in the bar. But not even that, it's just like somebody's in like, what are you... Like, it's not even necessarily like a malice thing, it's just yeah. people will know who you, that you aren't from here. All oh, right, okay. Because... They charge you more for drinks? Nah. Okay. Same price for everyone, they're just happy to get people in. Yeah, no, fair enough. Like the staff and everyone, they'll be looking at you like, they'll, they'll be perfectly happy to serve mm. you, as long as you don't start kicking up. Because yeah, that's cool. the thing, if you're not from there... They're not having to deal with a vanilla person tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a young town, old town? How big's the town? I don't know. It's like 9,000 people. Yeah. Um, But I've never seen all of them. Yeah, right. (laughs) You reckon some of them are people in different costumes? Someone's put on like a moustache. I know. It just never seems like if I watched the entire street for a week that anywhere near that number would pass me by. Yeah, fair enough. It's like one person per shop. (laughs) Is there a footy team? There's two. Right. So they got one that's oh, in they got the good league and then one in the shit league. Oh, so they never play each other. No. Oh, that's a bummer. Well, that was you never you don't need to play each other when you just used to have brawls at the pub. Yeah, that, true. Certainly like, back in the, in the day, that arena. was the whole mentality, and that's who dad played for. Oh right. Uh, he played for the shit team. But <laughs> yeah, right. Different and it was just funny because it's the Saints, mm. which are in like the Golden Valley League or something like that. Oh yeah, like and then Ovens and Murray League yeah. was uh, the All Blacks. Mm. Just kept that name, Benalla All Blacks. Yeah, I think they're the Panthers now. <laughs> yeah, but they hung on to that for a while. I'm like, look, I know the New Zealand team can get away with it because they're still 
There's a fair, fair like, bit of Maori players, yeah. Exactly, and it's all, but there's not, there's maybe one. <laughs> yeah, tell, tell you what, they can, they can have the All Blacks back when we have a treaty. How about that? That bit, that's <laughs> yeah. the trade-off. You're like, all right, yeah. and then the, the Panthers can have the name black. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I reckon. Uh, I don't reckon you changed any votes. They've already changed the signs, mate. They'd have to pay to put that up again. Yeah, shit, that's true. And it's just that thing where they just keep calling it that yeah. anyway. Yeah, that's fair enough. But apparently, it just used to be the thing of you know they play in different leagues, so yeah, of course they don't ever play each other. But how one, much shitter was the shit team if they had ever played each other? Like, how much would they get beaten by? Dominated. Okay. They would have been absolutely smashed. Up and down the ground. All right, fair enough. Uh, it's the thing where, like, maybe the seconds or the thirds or something might be able to get up. But if you're talking the firsts, yeah, it's always going to be one or the other. Because, like, one team can afford to pay players. Uh, the other can't. That's a big thing in country footy here. Eh? Yeah. I'm surprised you moving to Victoria. Ringers. Man, I've played against teams in D grade cricket who, mm-hmm. like, not teams maybe, but clubs who have paid. Well, if you pay players to play for their firsts from overseas, it's insane. Oh, cricket, yeah, you'd have that full extent of it with because yeah. like Aussie rules was like a couple towns over, maybe, or someone from Melbourne or something that, yeah, right, Shoot doesn't make that like you know, doesn't make it in that packed, dense, like, uh, yeah, fucking interesting. I gotta go out and watch more local footy. I gotta, one of my former workmates plays for East Burwood or something, mm. and he plays in their first occasionally. Should go out and watch one of his games. Because they're always, what, fucking sad they are, though. Yeah. Just go out, park up, If anything, it's game. like, what better place to just go with some mates, get a six-pack and a pie. Yeah. And just hang out. It's a beaut- on the bond of your car. Because it is a big thing in Sydney to go to, like, um, club, club, rugby, club rugby league games. like mm-hmm. or, or not club, but, like, Jersey Flag or whatever, which is sort of, like, two grades below the NRL. But, yeah, you yeah. go down to fucking Henson Park and Marrickville and watch the Jets. It's awesome. Um, I know there's a bit in like, cause where there'll be sort of like more rural, uh, like VFL games and shit like that mm. going on. Like, yeah, I caught a couple of games of like, uh, the roosters and shit in Ballarat. Oh yeah. Cause they play there. Yeah, Ballarat just, tomorrow. Maybe uh, they'll be on. Uh, I don't know. It depends on where their record's going. Finals for country footy finish up way earlier than the AFL. Hey, they usually have a couple of weeks cause they're like, no one's coming down. The weekend that the actual grand finals on, yeah, that would be pretty. <laughs> and then to give it a bit of a bit of breathing room, a bit of breathing, yeah, yeah, exactly. Have have Mad Monday, come back and watch the AFL finals. Yeah, exactly. Man, September must be a messy week in some country towns. Just like <gasps> the, co- it was always a noted thing in Benalla that it was almost 50-50 in terms of the actual population and cops. Yeah, there's so many cops in Benalla. Like you just constantly be seeing the presence of, like, eight or nine cars out about in a town of 9,000. Like, it was just ridiculous. Yeah, one per thousand people is not It's like, great. mate, Ned Kelly came through once. <laughs> like, what do you use for... Anyway. It, I've also learned over the years that there was a real generation of fuckwits that sort of passed through the town. Yeah, right. It sort of started, like, my dad, and then... Oh, me. right, you were part of the fuckwit clan. Oh, yeah. It, not, well... <laughs> sort of. It depends who you ask. But, uh, like, I had a science teacher who straight up, like, walked up to me the first day I was in his class, looks me up and down and just goes, Jimmy Webb, you Anthony Webb's boy? I go, yeah. And he goes, hmm. And he hated me ever since. No, oh, right. Just fucking just, done, like, Just with, right. the, with the hmm? Yeah. That was it. That was it. Fucking hell. I'm like, all right, game on. <laughs> nah, man. All my teachers <clears throat> loved me. I was real, I was real fucking brown nose, I reckon. Real, real oh. shoe shiner. Apple polisher. Shoe oh, <laughs> that's dang. a little too far. Like that's the next level. Apple you, polish. Okay. Show, yeah. Well, let's get a bit about you then, because we usually, if it's someone's first time on, we got to get some context. So, oh, like, yeah. what was your primary school, and where we like public schools all the whole way? Or so, yeah, so public schooling, primary and secondary. Went to school in Sydney. Um, grew up in Sydney. Lived there for like twenty five years of my life. Yeah. Um, Whereabouts in Sydney? Uh, like inner west, sort of middle west. You're gonna inner west, really. City context. Cause uh, it's like, I can hear that. Like, I'm only just at the point where I understand where. If somebody gives me a suburb in Melbourne, I'm like, okay, I think I know yeah. what that means. Do you know, uh, so Newtown would be sort of the start of the inner west, Newtown, yep. sort of Annandale area. And then it, it goes out to, I would say, probably Bankstown before it starts being middle west. But okay. yeah, uh, mostly in like Summer Hill, which is a lovely area, you know, about 8K from the city and then mm-hmm. a bit in like Hurlston Park. But yeah, it was a nice way to grow up. Uh, I reckon I had a pretty good chance of being like at least... 
upper middle class if Ooh. my parents had stayed together, but they, oh, they split yeah. up when I was 10. Yep. And then, yeah, both like firmly middle class families because they're on single incomes, but grew up, like they were around the corner from each other, which was nice for most of my uh, childhood. So <laughs> yeah, went to the local public primary school, some mm-hmm. hill public school, fucking awesome. Um, yeah, very cute. And then went to like Leichhardt and then Glebe high schools, which were more in a city and like slightly, uh, I mean, no, they were still good schools. It was just like, mm. I met a greater diversity of people in terms of uh, how willing they were to bash me, uh, which is, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Primary school was like very sweet and innocent. And then I went to high school and... That's just high school in general. talk my way like, out of some fights. <laughs> my mum was like, we need to keep you out of trouble. We need to put you in the only private school in Vanilla, which was the Catholic school. Ah, oh, beauty. So you got to do that transfer. So regional Victorian Catholic schools. Where have I heard them in the news recently? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I've definitely told the story. I'll tell it. Remind me to tell you afterwards because I've definitely mentioned it before about uh, picking up the priest out of the gutter after seeing him getting thrown out of the TAB. Jesus Christ. Dennis. We dragged him home. Catholics. <laughs> Fucking, you got to love him. I've come from a family of Catholics. So I feel comfortable in saying some loose cunts. Ah, oh, it's full of characters, I think they call it. from the. Yeah, exactly. It's a broad church. It's very, yeah, funny rules. Yeah, but, but like, like even if you go school, there, it's like, you still get... You're still going to get bashed. You get Catholic bashed. Bible yeah. bashed. <laughs> you get Bible bashed right now. No, oh, man, I've been into fights about the Bible. Yeah, right. Not like about its context or whatever. Just like guys <laughs> from the other school riding past and just going, yeah, nice work, Bible faggots. And just like yelling at us. <laughs> and then it was just more that we were chimpanzees more than men. Yeah. <laughs> at that point. And they're just like, they're yelling at us. So if we just start... That's all the material they've got, though. Yeah. Oh, fucking. Because they forget you you can can revert back to your regular stuff if you've used the Christian stuff. Because we're just calling them fucking, like, just hurling just general abuse back. Low dog cunts, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. And they're just like, they're still just trying to do that. And then we may have got some of the Bibles and threw them out. (laughs) (laughs) Things escalate. They're actually, yeah, they're a good weight for Chuck and American Bibles, most Bibles, King James. Mate, one time when we were at school, we got new Bibles. Oh, yeah. if you can believe, they had an update. Update, yeah. Well, <laughs> this just did. <laughs> well, it was like they were updating the like just Bibles that we had to be like Bible textbooks that are like oh, one cool. page. So a you page. can learn at the same yeah, time. Yeah, so you know oh. what it means. It's like those fucking you know the Shakespeare translated. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yes. So, so decided the to bring Bible's these are dumb fucks. Okay. And they're like, so you know, with your other Bibles, you can just like take those home or whatever. It was just like do whatever you want with them. Whatever you want with them. Don't and tell teenage boys to do whatever you oh, want with it. It was like a scene in a film where everyone's throwing their homework into the air and it's beautifully <laughs> cascading down. People, are, it was, you're there and you just hear, because at that stage we still had just had metal lockers and just hearing the first Bible smash next to your head. <laughs> it just lands in between you. You just grab it and go, who the fuck was that? You look around for who are always already ducking behind something because it's definitely them. Bible fight. In the Bible fight kicks That's out. Awesome. We start doing Bible markers up where someone just like flings one up in a good way. Oh. And everyone's just trying to get the best punch in the midair Bible. <laughs> just they're exploding everywhere because they're, they're just like that thick binding at the back that once it goes, the whole thing just explodes yeah, outwards. Yeah, heavy books. Heavy oh. words. Going into ceiling fans, just everything. <laughs> just, yeah, I used to fucking love throwing things into pits. How good was that? How in could they ever think that putting a seal something rotating at speed oh. in front of teenage boys is ever a good idea? You need a yeah. like metal cage around that thing, like you're worried that bears are trying to get in there. And boys' schools should trash. look like prisons. Like they, they should. They should look like prisons. I'm afraid. No, prison or bouncy cigarette. castle. You got to go. Like you got to pick a line. Yeah. Are you trying to restrain them or are you trying to protect them? <laughs> are you trying to simply <laughs> occupy them until their brain chemistry evens out? It's, yeah, fuck. It's, all, it's I, all about stints, man. you got to like wear them out in the short bit and then when they'll be like a downtime bit. Yeah. And that's where you got to get them. What did you do after school when you were uh, like running around staring shit? What was your... Uh, Ooh. See, my mum was smart enough to keep us busy with sport most nights. Oh, okay. That keeps you out of a lot of trouble, except Pool, you're friends with all of your poker. mates from fucking all of these various sports. Who are the ones you end up getting into trouble with? Yeah. You know, it's like, do you know how many times I've nearly died because I met Brett at a footy club? <laughs> <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah, true. It's probably more dangerous to play contact sports than just go out drinking and letting off fireworks or whatever. Just let us be violent. That's all we want. Yeah, exactly. Teenage boys are, yeah, they're mad for it. We just we need to do something. Yeah, 
No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it was uh, basketball on the Monday, and then like we play adults, and then like my maybe ref and coach. Yeah. Um, That's why you're wearing the stripy shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry again, audio media. <laughs> And it also looks He's wearing a nothing shirt, like an umpire's shirt at all. It's like a Hawaiian shirt. Look, if you squint and you're a bit high, I don't know. <laughs> I reckon that. <laughs> and it's dark. Yeah, and there's a bunch of other parameters. If you had a whistle in your mouth, yeah, it helped. <laughs> so if I'm raving in this, you'd go. The umpire's here. Yeah, yeah I'm with, uh, you're out of here. But it was mostly just we would be scheming all the time to eventually like. Swimming in the summer, always think is Benalla Lake. They, oh, yeah. The water's still as filthy now, but now they have signs up that say it is absolutely not safe to swim fair in the water. Fair warning, it's filthy. <laughs> well, well, nobody yeah. swims in it now because they put these signs up. Uh, but when we were in there, it's just like fair game. Yeah. <laughs> we probably don't need to warn anyone. They'll, they'll be able to tell. Free entertainment. Big fucking thing of water. Yeah. With some trees on the side of it that you can jump off and hope there's nothing underneath you when you land. Yeah, fuck. I never did figure out a good technique for figuring out how deep the water was. What do you do? <clears throat> well... In Vanilla, the council decided the best way to stop kids from jumping out of the top of these trees is to cut them off halfway and then <laughs> lop the trees into the water so that uh, they're like, oh, if you jump yeah. in, you're like essentially setting a trap. Yeah, right. That's too hostile. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's warfare against fucking 12-year-old boys. Yeah. Hey, you can jump <laughs> in, but it's odds are you'll break your fucking neck. Yeah, but they forgot the classic thing fault. about children is that we work in swarms. Yeah, it's true. Pack, pack logic takes over yeah. at the point. And that's the thing. It also then gave us a chance to be more inclusive because the kids who didn't want to jump normally were just, you know, they hang out on the bank or they're like having to climb the tree and then like have to like cow it out and try to climb back down. They just yeah, want to hang out. They just never don't want to be jumping. It's, you can't. No. You're eventually never just going to go, fuck it, I'm just jumping. It's easier. Yeah, I'd rather die than back down at this point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so. Now, those kids, they all dive in first and they swim out and find where the tree is and they just mm. chill out in the water sitting on different branches. Ah, uh, so you get a bit of a video. So we can just go, okay, we don't jump there, we jump out this way. And so we know where the tree is. Oh, yeah, this lake sounds like a pretty big hazard, but um, sounds like it got some fond memories. That's good. I'm trying mm. to think of something particularly dangerous I did as a child that I really still think back fondly on. Oh. Surfing the See, the set. worst thing is the ones that I look back fondly on are warped because this is what I was saying about that demographic of like that age group of fuckwits that sort of hit country towns. It was mm. like the jackass generation. Oh, man. Yeah. <clears throat> Firmly both part of the jackass generation. Yeah. So I'd it's say. like I definitely like the ones I remember most fondly are definitely the ones I've hurt myself. Yeah. Usually. Yeah, right. And like the best ones, the ones I obviously remember most clear, but still with the biggest grin on my face, like we nearly died. It's How like, many limbs are you broken? <clears throat> I'm so lucky, man. I've not broken any bones except my skull. Oh, that's probably one of the main ones you wouldn't <laughs> want to do. That's the thing. I, I have one story, and it's the best bone, but I can still use all my limbs. Yeah, yeah, true. Can you sometimes use all... good fashion for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Did you just uh, put that glue down? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I was thinking, uh, when you asked me to be on the pod, I was thinking about mm. this... Uh, the bar I used to go to, it was, you know, like the outrageously cheap bar you find when you're maybe like 18 or 19. It's like, well, yeah. that's where I'm going to go for the next 52 weekends straight. Bar Century. Found that more when I moved into the city. Yeah. Because like, even at Ballarat or whatever, you could still have a preference of what type of pub you want to hit. Yeah, true. Because that's the thing. You're like, I want it to be a bit quieter. I don't want like, you know, people screaming and shit like that, doing a uni night thing. So it's like, you can go to the Irish pub where all the old blokes are. You oh, can, like, it's always, nice. there's enough places that have regulars that you can pick and choose where you want to be. Yeah, true. But That's... when I moved to the city, it was definitely like, oh yeah, cool. All of my mates go to this pub because the pints are fucking dirt cheap. Yeah, $3 schooners at this joint. It Ooh, was on bad. George Street in the city, like up four flights of stairs and it's tiny as well. But yeah, four I mean, $3 schooners. Mm. You couldn't do much better unless you're at an RSL, which was also good, but you couldn't like get blackout drunk at the RSL as an 18, 19 year old. No. I don't know. Did you have an RSL in Benalla? Uh, you, we had the Bowls Club, which oh, is, okay, yeah. of course, basically the same thing. Effectively the same thing. Yeah. Literally the exact same layout. In fact, I'm not sure why they would ever have two terms for those things. Yeah, it's all right. Well, one's about uh, I've never seen dead an, soldiers. And I've one's never about... seen an RSL that didn't have a Bowls attached. Why not just make all of the Bowls? 
Really? Maybe we just have flash RSLs in Sydney. But yeah, all of ours are just like freestanding structures. Also, don't go looking for RSLs. It's like maybe the one in Vanilla did, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I like them because they're effectively sports bars with like a little tribute to the Anzacs at the front. It's like, yeah. And then they got like con- rooms that put Anzacs on like... Anzacs loved sport. Yeah, they, they would have. They did. would have. And they loved cheap piss and they loved lots of pokies. That was the main thing they loved. They loved mm-hmm. to slap. And we all loved that. It is Fucking interesting. winning the world in that. <laughs> it is interesting how like Anzac Day has a form of gambling attached to it, like two up. It's like those two... It's like the original like sports bet ad. It's like... Damn. Whoever was in charge of the Anzac Day <laughs> marketing campaign was like, right, we'll get him with two up. Big, big gambling money. But yeah, it's like indivisible. So it makes sense that they got pokies. I don't know. I'm I'm all about RSLs just, uh, yeah, it, farming money. It would just money. depend where it was going, in my opinion. Well, it's going to make keeping the drinks really cheap, which is... Uh, that's fine. That's what I choose to believe. <laughs> as long as the cycle keeps going, because yeah. then I can put money in in two ways, and as long as it stays here. Yeah. Exactly. To the Anzacs. <laughs> I'll gamble for the Anzacs. That's, you know, yeah. That's why wouldn't you? Fine. See, what they should actually do mm. is you can play two up, but if you get caught by the police, you get a fine. But yeah, that right. fine goes directly to the Anzacs. Oh, yeah. So then it becomes a little game. What happens when they all die? Oh, it's Lee's club. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You just give it to the club their children. Why not? Oh, man. Then... Then the RSL is going to start taking off. When they no longer have a to dish it out to actual Anzacs, yeah, those places are getting tricked out. It's not as it's bowls not as common on every floor. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, like seven story oh. bowls clubs. That'd be great, man. There's, there's, there's fucking, com- how good would a rooftop bowls club be? I'm sure it's a thing somewhere, right? Look at it. somebody. I'm going to look that up later. Yeah, fuck, if there's one in the city, if we can do barefoot bowls rooftop. We're going. Yeah. I'll book It'd be it pretty for... good insulation, actually. I reckon you put one in on top of your place. If I ever get uh, to build a have... house, I'll build a bowls club on top. 100%. I'd go the uh, like the basketball half court. Yeah, right. With a big cage going oh, up. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. There's a park like... like that in Sydney. Uh, the Vic on the Park has a basketball hoop and a half court out the back. It's oh, actually pretty yeah. sweet. And you just go and borrow the ball from mm-hmm. the bar for free, shoot some hoops, drink some beer. It's a oh. very good decision. Don't leave the ball out there. No. Because you've got to get... Oh, yeah, the balls... When someone walks up and goes, hey, can I have the basketball? It's a good chance to go, no. Yeah, the ball's actually <laughs> chained to the base of the hoop. So it's actually very hard to shoot, <laughs> uh, shoot threes because, yeah, you can't uh, bounce it very far. Yeah, we got it from the same guys that sell pens for banks. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a sporting range. <laughs> People get fucking off with like footballs and basketballs from sports stores, so they had to invent something. Yeah, oh, that's that's very funny. <laughs> you ever been to Sydney? Once, very briefly. Oh yeah. I don't remember being sober for most of it. Yeah, right. It's like we went down there. I went down there with Cap to do some podcast records. Mm. Went to a gig and fuck, it was funny because the whole time Cap is building up, he's like, "Yeah, man, I'll easily be able to get you on some gigs while I'm there." Mm. I'm like, yeah, sure, man. He's like, "Yeah, I'm from Sydney. I'll like, I'll put in for you. It'll be good." I get down there and then like the first one that he like we were going out we rock up to and he comes up to me and he goes, man, I don't think I've got the swing that I used to have. Yeah. I, I can't get you on. <laughs> That's a pretty good Capra impression. Yeah, it's like it's like most his like I can only do the like the low yeah right. speech of one. I can't do Capra when he's heightened. Yeah, I can only do the like only Capra. I can only Kappa do a shamed Capra, which he rarely is. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just you know how you've heard him most of the time. So. <laughs> I'll make him feel bad about himself. get a lot himself, of high, is... high volume capper. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just remember like, I'm so glad I was taking Ubers everywhere because it was just like, I had no idea where I was. Yeah, it's pretty much the only way to get around the new city, hey? Um, if you want to go, like, I I went to London last year mm. and didn't sort of invest any time in looking at the the underground network or the overground network. And yeah, it blew my mind. It's like stuff that was built a couple of hundred years ago mm. is way more like complex. Yeah. It's, it's, they did, they didn't plan it very well, but it also works really well. I just didn't like, it. it's not intuitive. Uh, London's one or what they've got in Sydney. London's one and Sydney similarly. Like Sydney's a, yeah. Twisty turning. It, it grew like mold. Whereas like Melbourne sort of like was a bit better planned. Like people say it's boring. The... Like if they're assessing cities or whatever, mm. but fuck, I love that there's just a grid in the middle. It's like, yeah. It doesn't have to extend out, but I love that there is just a block in the middle where I can go where people usually are if you're meeting up in the city. Like yeah. if you've got someone who comes into the city to see you, you're meeting in the grid bit. And it's so much easier to explain how to get somewhere along a grid. 
Yeah, exactly. It's like, like people in the country are used to grids. We're used to one big line down the middle of town. Yeah. And then a fucking grid that sort of spreads out, sort of, you know, like a waveform pattern from the middle. Mm. But it's all still, you just like have main streets. Yeah, little streets navigable. Off there. Yeah. Problem is, it fucking takes forever to walk everywhere in a country town. I, but you can walk everywhere. You can walk pretty much everywhere in the town. It's true. It's just, yeah. It's enough space for everyone, I guess, like road users and footpath people, pedestrians. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I don't want to ride a bike in the city because no. I can't ride it like I ride a bike in the country. No. Which is just any part of the road there's not a car currently on is mine. Yeah, woohoo. Like, for the most part, you're kicking up the right-hand lane because then you can see anything that's coming. It's the same rules as walking on the road. Yeah. Like at night in particular. It's like anything on the right-hand side, you'll see it coming, so that's where you walk. Yeah. Because it'll see you as well. Yeah. If you've got a car coming behind you, dangerous. Yeah, but true. you're just like you're just on the road, no hands, just weaving around. <laughs> just fucking getting from somewhere. If like you see a car, there's a red light, you can just sort of glance over the forward, the, yeah. past the corner. You're like, no pedestrians. Fuck up onto the footpath. Over through, nothing that through was there. Kind of what it was like riding my bike at night during COVID. Mm. I was like a. This is actually a good segue onto the topic of having shit jobs. But I yeah. was a essential worker, quote unquote, um, and mm. I worked in the like short stay student accommodation industry. So it's like real shit kicker customer service job dealing mm-hmm. with a building full of people who might have COVID during COVID. But yeah, the best thing was I finished at eight every night and I had a little curfew token, whatever they call it, you know, like a permit from my employer. Like a hall pass for the street. Yeah, to be out after uh, the yeah lockdown. What do they call it? Curfew. Curfew, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, just no cars on the road. Occasionally saw a cop. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I got my little piece of paper in my pocket. And so yeah, just weaving all over the roads, cycling as fast as I wanted. And oh, it was, yeah, I'd have fucking put sick. it on a string and tied it to my hat. And just that was like, probably the best part of my day during COVID was just fucking blitzing it, having home a streak to yourself. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. If only everyone would die, so I could do it again. It's the funniest thing. We'll never see it again well, in our lifetime. Hopefully, if you want that experience, you can get it in a country town. <laughs> yeah, right. So I remember one time, like me and my mate were just like we've been drinking at someone's house. We're kicking back to like the other side of town because like his grand was near where he was staying and I was off to the left so I was like yeah we just go to the main drag until you're mostly home that's the other thing when you walk like if you're at a thing in a country town half the group is walking you home yeah right because it's like from either way you're going either one way up the street or down the street Mm. so it's just like two packs just sort of leave and people just skive off as they're nearly ready and it's like that's a nice end to a night yeah. To all like walk home with your mates and just so that everyone splits off eventually. That is beautiful. If you want to listen to a bit of music, you just go, I'm going to duck off this way and just fuck off a different way. Yeah. It's good. It's like quite a relaxing Yeah, night, fuck. I should give it a go. I'd like to live in a country town at some point for uh, some period yeah. of time. It's, it's all about moments. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that moment's good, but the fact that you have to leave the pub at midnight every time, uh, it's not as fun. But, but then you get a garage hang in. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You can get it. Garage hangs great. There's good sides to it, but also I like being able to do things and get yeah, things true. and see things. And yeah, <laughs> something happening 24 hours a day in the yeah. city. I like Melbourne. It's good. I have ADHD. I need to be in a city. Yeah, that's fair. If you leave me in the yeah. country, that's where fires get started and stuff, you know? Yeah. I was walking around your neighborhood earlier in a not creepy way, I promise. Mm. Um, and yeah, like fucking beautiful houses out this way. Really, really like yeah. this portion of Melbourne. You've got to, yeah, without doxing you, it's a nice place. <laughs> no, that's all right. I'm- <laughs> for anybody cruising yeah come no one on. cares man uh no. this spot's real good because it's uh you do have to deal with a bit of the traffic noise but at the same time True. it's sort of not near anything so not a lot of people are coming here yeah and like blocking up the streets or whatever it's not like being over like if you're in those sort of neighborhood areas anywhere near like carlton fitzroy any of those areas Coburg, like, even that's where i walked from it was like, exactly yeah. it's like People are going to fill up around there just because there's, you know, spots to eat, spots to whatever. Activity centers, yeah. Exactly. No, like, Whereas here, it's like there's a bit of stuff nearby if you want. Yeah. But for the most part, those businesses, because there's not that much competition, can be fed from everybody that's just sort of around here. Yeah. So it's like, you know, there's like a Japanese restaurant just like down in the corner there. It's like you can go to no- another one that's, you know, the streets of like... You know, the place I was just saying, there's plenty of other good restaurants there. But it's yeah. like, if you just want the closest one, there's that one. Pretty convenient. enough business there. Yeah. But so because there's not a lot of people that need to come here, it's like, that's fun. It's the traffic. like, anybody who has to drive here, it's yeah. so easy. They're like, oh, is there parking in your house? It's like, yeah. Fucking Do you have uh, nosy neighbors? Do they, do they like, 
keep an eye on who's coming and going. <coughs> nah. Are you saying that because the door's open? They can hear you? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Nah. No. <laughs> no, in terms of that, it's more just like the worst thing is if someone does have to do something nearby or like they need to walk up to the tram stop or something and they just leave it in a spot where I usually leave my car. Uh, <laughs> there's just like, yeah, there's no car. So you let their tires down. There's uh, no parking. No, because then they're going to stay there. It's like, I don't let the handbrake off. It's, there's no parking spot, like rules or anything. It's just a new, like, no one's ever parking around. Unspoken code, man. Yeah, it's funny. There is a lot of car parking and it's not that full. Put aside a lot of the road for cars to just fucking sit there. Hey, mm. I guess we have room for beds for humans. So there's an, there's an analogy there. But yeah, cars sit still for a long time. Mm. And then that space is just not used the rest of the time. It's wild ass shit. Put a tree, I reckon. Mm. You like you like plentiful parking. That's well, plentiful right. parking is great. Well, especially along here because these are all. It's not really parking. Yeah. What it is is there's exactly two lanes, mm. which means that as soon as one person parks on the other side, there's only a maximum uh, one car anyway. So, right. so you can down. put two cars on either side, and it's the same as having one. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. It's actually quite good as a traffic calming measure because yeah, exactly. Everybody has to, everybody slow down has to and that makes people avoid taking it as a traffic dodge. Mm, that's true. Oh, well, you know what? It's actually quite quite innovative. Yeah, so it kind of uh, all works there. out. But this is the other thing I'll say. We're also near enough to every way to get everywhere else. Yeah, true. Because, like, the tollways near here, mm. like, the, yeah, to hit all the freeways is everything from near here. Call so we're, like, freeway. right in the middle of that. Yeah. Uh, but then there's, like, a train station nearby, a tram at the end of the road. So it's like, if we need to get anywhere, we can get it anywhere quite easily. Yeah, it's if just, you need to be bad enough. Yeah. But it's that thing of, like, no one's ever coming by. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped by. It was nice. It was, yeah, no, it, was it is good. good. Like if I, you know, people will come around because again, it's quite easy to get to. But it's never like, oh, it's just around Pasco Valley. Yeah, <laughs> like no one's hanging about and hoying out. It's not on the way to somewhere. No, yeah, not anywhere you're stopping. No one's. Maybe somebody's going to DFO. They're like, oh, I'll go see Webby. Yeah, yeah, DFO. Occasionally, if uh, we can catch people coming north way going if they're not quite north enough to be going to the northern Costco oh yeah so okay if somebody's coming through yeah not bad hit the Costco on the way but apart from that yeah it's like what's on the way yeah. <laughs> were you working from home during COVID sorry to go back to COVID I was just I was in that real awkward space where it's like I was working through COVID but it was at home with absolutely no risk ah oh, fuck so it was like the people who were like at home not working were getting like money from mm. the government with just yeah. like oh, it sucks not having anything to do but like you know I'm trying to take up all these hobbies and things like people were doing all this stuff to try to keep themselves amused my housemate at the time or, took up selling weed and that was a really good thing to have happened during the <laughs> <laughs> it was like he he was just I guess he was just in charge of buying weed for the house and so mm-hmm. he, he would just and like I guess he was selling to other friends who were illegally popping around I don't know I tried not to think too hard about it <laughs> But yeah, he no nah, man. It was all uh, postal drops. Yeah, he was getting fifteen hundred dollars in job seeker, I think, oh. uh, and yeah, selling a bunch of weed. It was uh, a really good racket, and I highly recommend it for next pandemic if you're out there. That's it. it the income you don't want traced is the best one. Cause yeah, exactly. And I just always had someone to buy weed off. It's great. That was the bit I'm more jealous of. It's like yeah. fuck the cash. I just wanted like. Although I do do think I just got a couple of bulk purchases. Yeah, because I'm like it's going to be at least two bags worth from here. Yeah, and then when no one's coming around, you're not dishing it out to anyone. It's like, oh, it's just me chewing away at it. Who we? I'm gonna make my paintings more weird, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't have a great job, and they really squeezed us on pay during COVID, which was oh, fucking of course, annoying because it's that double whammy of where they're going. Oh, we're not making as much money. It's like, well, no, you get. Yeah, we're getting I some money give from the government. Fuck. Like, yeah, it was interesting. Um, I yeah, did resort I to re- stealing from work. I was like, I'm, I feel so undervalued. Uh, I'm going to mm. take home this little pot of international roast or whatever. Or sometimes booze. They just have booze in the cupboards. I don't know what for, but in the staff room, they'd have like just, you know, a case of beer and a few crates of wine. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I would make a habit of, because uh, I'd work that late shift up until like, you know, 10 o'clock post-COVID. Mm. I'll just get into the habit of like at the beginning of my shift slipping one and one or two into the fridge and then last half hour of my shift fucking just drinking beers in the office. <laughs> just totally I'm mad. Nobody's listening. If there's an emergency, I'm like, oh, no, fuck it. I'm just, there's not going to be a fire alarm. Theft is like in your workplace is best avoided by just keeping your staff happy. Yeah, in my exactly. Because it's like normally it, people don't want to steal from you. The first 
twinge you get, the first impulse you get to steal from your workplace is when they're giving you the induction talk and tell you all the punishments yeah. for stealing from your workplace. Oh, yeah, exactly. And it's like, as soon as somebody starts giving on hard at me like that with some rules, it's just like, <laughs> oh, buddy. I hate that. The fact that but, this is a problem for you, so to the point that you need to say it explicitly, makes me think yeah, that from you don't the start, treat your employees very well. Yeah, like point one. It's not like, oh, something's happened and you've pulled someone in for a chat. This is fucking the first thing you're telling me. Yeah. And now you're telling me about embezzlement. It's like, I'm not going to have <laughs> stock info. I'm stacking fucking shelves. Oh, you gave away the end stock fucking layout early. Gives <laughs> a shit. Yeah. Anyway, I mean the the good thing was the stuff that I was managed to I did manage to steal. Um, at least it was good quality stuff. Like they didn't spare any expense in putting products there that were available for me to take, which was nice. Yeah, there would have been nothing worse. They bought than that, Oreos, like, you know, like name brand Oreos. They weren't yeah, yeah, yeah. on it. It would have been disappointing room. if like it did have that drop in quality. Like yeah. after like maybe a month or two, they're just like, oh, people keep taking this. I'm not putting them, like the good stuff back in there. So you just, it's like no brand Oreos. Yeah. Like and it's just like stepping down. Like, that would have been heartbreaking. Yeah, man. There Whereas were other workplaces, like when we still had an office, they had the best system for that. Mm. They just gave people things. Yeah, right. It was just a fucking big box that we get delivered every like day or two or maybe even every week or something, but it was just a fruit delivery. Ah, oh, dude, that rules. They just, they just go to a fresh like fruit place in the morning, just go, yeah, get some mix for the offers. They just dump that out. Yeah. And then next to that, bags of fucking good snacks. Yeah. Like, I'm talking like Red Rock Deli individual bag chips. Oh, twisties, man. Twisties, uh, fucking beef jerky, uh, full-size candy bars. Yeah. Like Cadbury, like just shit there, and they just restock it. And you find yourself having a couple. Yeah, man, I would it. tuck into like, yeah, big bags of chips for events or whatever that were just stashed in there. Mm. I had no, absolutely no worries doing that. Um, it was the best. Uh, but this but, place, like, all they did is, like, had to put it out and just go, yeah, take as much as you want. And then people instinctively go, well, I don't want to take all of it. because But if you're stealing, you are maximizing your output because yeah. you put yourself at risk. Yeah, exactly. It's like, why would I steal one sort of average bottle? Like, not all of it. I'll share it around. No. Yeah. I'm stealing. I'm the only one putting the risk in. I'm taking everything that is going to be oh, top shelf as top shelf can be. Yeah, the the other thing was the uh, the lost and found was great. Like you had to work, wait, wait a certain number of months before you claimed an item about the lost and found. But that because the clientele. No, I've never uh, seen a lost and found that has ever been. No, nah, like, man. Short stay student accommodation. A lot of quite wealthy international students who have pretty fucking steezy taste in fashion mm-hmm. lose shit all the time. I picked up good jumpers. Like a tracksuit, full tracksuits in the Lost and Found. They would also like it. Who abandons a full tracksuit? Well, yeah, I'm talking like name brand, like fucking Adidas stuff. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, who is ever at a point where you take off your entire tracksuit and don't? They, like, do like, they just move out and leave it there? They might leave it in the washing machine for like five days, and then we'd have to because they they did their own oh, washing okay, in these yeah. commercial laundries. But like. Students but it goes out dumb. of fashion between one's fucking spin Possibly, cycle. It might not matter enough to them that they'd go and pick it up. They're just like, eh, I'll get it later. Or like, eh, if someone takes it, it's not a big deal. But it's expensive shit. And so, yeah, yeah decked my girlfriend out in like some fresh new Air Max 90s that had been worn like twice and a Ooh. full matching, uh, yeah, like Kim Kardashian style tracksuit. It, yeah, it's, the student accommodation industry was actually quite good to me in that regard. But. Yeah. Best I ever got it from Lost and Found. I ended up giving this a mate of mine as a gift. Uh, cigarette case, oh, yeah. but uh, authentic Louis Vuitton. Oh, sick. Yeah, so that's it was like, good. Yeah, that was all good. Like, obviously, this person had it for a while. There was like a couple of birds at the corners or whatever. Oh, yeah. But like, just left it at the bottle shop. Yeah. Fine. And I just had it for a while. And I'm like, I'm going to give this to me, mate. Yeah, that bang. goes hard. It's always nice to have like... I literally of... think it was like I had to give him weed one time. And I'm like, fuck it. I'll chuck it in that. Just keep it. Oh, <laughs> <beautiful>. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's like, apparently, yeah, you get a lot of jelly comments of, especially like, uh, you know, he works like cafes and shit like that. So it's like, right. he's working with the young girls and stuff there and he whips out an authentic fucking Louis Vuitton every now and again to have a dart. I don't think I own anything by Louis Vuitton. Is it? <laughs> I thought you were just going to say like, that gets classes authentic. It's no, like, well, yeah, I don't own any yeah. Louis Vuitton either. God knows how much of this lost and found stuff was authentic. I mean, yeah, if you're born on a budget and you get good reproduction, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Do that. Mm. But yeah, don't try and don't try and sell it on Depop, you know. Uh, I do like the only thing I have that would be that kind of like authentic that isn't just like a leather class, which is mm. just you know 
some bullshit tag like it's authentic leather I'm like mm. that doesn't sound like real leather yeah. like, it sounds like you've intentionally used a different word yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got RMs oh yeah but they're blue suede oh. RMs that were yeah, marked down very, at the that's store that's very Jeremy Webb that's oh uh, yeah. yeah it's very me but it was like just kick it past DFO like the the RM store there they were like mm. 29 bucks whoa that's but it a, comes in the markdown I know right they were down from like 200 and something but it's like just to have some like actual RMs yeah <laughs> they came in the box still they had a little fucking card but they're these blue suede things that most guys that wear RMs would hate yeah I'm like that's exactly the shoe I want <laughs> and I've got the whole story about the fucking discount yeah I love yeah, telling a story about it, mate oh, it's 29 fucking yeah. dollars to look this ridiculous <laughs> and it's a bargain make my life slightly more interesting every time I wear these shoes for $29 it's uh, good, good good value hey we've been going on but I did want to discuss one thing oh yeah just because we, you brought it up before and we didn't get to it I'm not sure who else I get into it because we were talking about the economy of cigarettes when you're broke oh yeah because when you're a smoker it's sort of like you're still smoking no matter how broke you are it's like mm. you can do many things to extend those cigarettes yeah. You can start learning how to make old, new cigarettes from old cigarettes. Yeah, Frank and Durries. That's something uh, I want to talk Frank about. And, actually. I haven't heard that one before. Yeah. I'm so, just, we have only had them described as prison Durries. Oh, yeah. So we're talking like uh, getting, your, yeah, getting your bud, ashing it out, going, oh, there's some nice brown in there. Still, yeah. And piecing it together. Man, I won't lie. I still often do that for spin because I don't mm-hmm. smoke or I try not to smoke anymore. Um, but yeah, fuck. So there's this, there's this Facebook group I'm a part of called RapeMyBumper.org. And it's but it's just like a men's support group for blokes who like smoking bumpers, like. And so uh, there's a whole it is. community in there. Even myself as a reformed tobacco smoker, uh, I still find my eyes roving the pa- pavement for like a fucking decent three quarters of a dart that mm-hmm. somebody's just abandoned carelessly. Yep. Um, and it's probably one of the foulest habits I think I ever had was smoking darts off the street. But I was just, I mean, you do anything for a dart at the point. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You just. Sorry, mum. Well, this is what I was saying. Like the, the, the economy of darts in that no matter how poor you are, you'll get something to smoke. Find a way. Yeah. Like it's just, it's one of those things where it's just this fluxing budgetal anomaly that will always fit in there. Yeah. Because it just sort of does. You can budget everything around it, but then all of a sudden, 28 bucks back in the day would just dis- disappear. Because like, that's fine. That's like, I'll just not eat two days. Yeah, fuck. You know, that was so cheap when I started. I feel like it's it's such a... I mean, I don't mean to sound like an old man, but I'd probably be like 15 bucks for 20 darts. Man, I was such a dumb cunt. Didn't start smoking until I was like 23, 24. Oh, you are a dumb cunt. So they'd the already fuck, like, Old enough to know better yeah. and then still just fucking didn't Not anyway. even old enough to be like seeking social acceptance from doing it. Like surely yeah, you're secure. When I was 16, I was like, fuck yeah, I need to be a smoker. So I'm cool. Um, and it does look badass, but uh, yeah, 23, come on, man. I don't do it to look cool. I do it to look uh, tough and intimidating. Mm. I'm sort of on that, on the edge of actually yeah, looking true. tough. Roll. So I need that little extra something. Put the packet up in your sleeve like James Dean. Yeah, fuck. Dari's, uh yeah, probably the most disgusting things I've done in my life I've done for a cigarette. But uh, vaping's not that much better. But, I mean, it's like slightly, it's like softer, if you know what I mean. You're like, you're, you you look like a nerd when you do it. But The little swivelly of your head you did, like people forgetting yeah. that. It's because that is the problem. Yeah. If the problem is not the fact that people vape and they look soft. It's because people try to be sneaky about it yeah. when they try to get away with it inside. It's like either just fucking do it or don't. Yeah, be brave, be bold, dare to dream, and yeah, vape where you feel like it. I mean, going to the toilet is the modest solution. Um, I also know that's like snake-like behavior. I vape in the toilet so much, like no matter where I am. Um, I will just do it because, like, let's it, when you're standing there, the first thing I do is either you'll grab your phone or something, yeah, or what, like you'll grab something out of your pockets. I'll just, you know, I'm a fucking ADHD person. I'll just, need, I just need to grab some. You need your toy. I need, the toilet. Yeah, yeah. got to be fiddling. And I call fucking... it a toilet for nothing. Oh. I didn't have the mic close enough to my face. I'll take it again. I hope we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's I, I never really understood until I smoked this how that fucking budget would work in. Because I'll be down to, you know, $57 in the account. It's like, that's going to last me till next week. And I'm like, cool. 
So then you got $7 for pizza tonight. Then and then you go pouch. there and you're like, when I asked for the smokes and tap my card, it still works. So I got them now. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I think they, I mean, look. Yeah, I'll get the one on Chucky as well. It's honestly, just that, those moment of impulse where all of your money disappears. The ideal solution. But at least you got smokes. Would be like, you know how in like those whole food stores where they just have big bins filled with whatever grain or nut or fucking whatever thing you get, you get the scoop. If they just had that for tobacco and you could weigh it out and buy as much as you could fucking feasibly afford oh, at yeah, that yeah. time instead of these insanely arbitrary amount. I mean, look, it's always going to be getting more expensive. But if you could just be like, I need to buy like three grams of tobacco right now. Mm-hmm. And that's all I can afford. But that I can see that stretching out until my next payday or whatever. Mm-hmm. So essentially what you're asking for is a butcher's counter type setup yeah. and a tobacconist. Yeah. Just one, down one end, he's got like the big tray behind the thing. I'm sure this was the way once upon a time as got, well. Absolutely it was. It had to have been. Let's go buy an ounce of tobacco and yeah, that was... I'm assuming they'd have pre-done packets and stuff, but if you, I'm sure if you... An ounce of tobacco and some moustache wax, please. They'd copper. have a barrel. Yeah. It'd oh, just be yeah. there in a fucking barrel. They'd have a set of scales because it'd be like, they'd have little like... You know, 50 grand bags or whatever, just yeah. to be ready to go for you, sir. Look at us rearing, uh, yearning for a... A, a barrel. Pre- yeah, a barrel. I just like yeah. the look of barrels. Mm. I don't want to be in a Sexy time where shape. there's dysentery and shit. You play I'm not a lot doing of, any of Donkey that. Kong as a kid? Huh? You play a lot of Donkey Kong as a kid? Man, I crush a lot of Donkey Kong yeah. as a kid. That's, That's why you got this weird paraphilia attraction to <laughs> barrels, you sicko. And men who's knuckles like drag on the ground. <laughs> She's oh, long boy. pigtails that could fly up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into that Matilda. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was there a, was there a lady monkey in the in the hmm? in the game? Sorry, in I, what game? In we're still talking about Donkey Kong. All right, no, nah, obviously I was talking about Donkey Kong Country too, oh, where right, uh, right. it's Dixie Kong. Oh, Dixie Kong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. We should probably wrap it there, man. We've been yeah, fuck yeah, that hour already. Fuck, waste why, mate. Thanks very much for listening, guys. As usual, uh, I will put in the plugs for the websites here. I'm going to have some extra details in that. Just a reminder to anyone who is struggling financially at the moment uh, here at the show, we like to just do a shout-out and let you know that it is all right to ask for help uh, when you are in times of need, and you can get help at foodbank.org.au. They can help you out with if you're struggling with groceries and stuff around the house. Please hit them up if you are struggling for those sorts of things. Or you can hit up moneysmart.gov.au if you are having trouble with organizing your own finances and you need somebody who's able to come in and give you a hand with setting those kinds of things up. Uh, You can also, recently with the rental increases and things that have been going on at the moment, uh, you can find out more details from this in the episode with Peter Jones. But if you have had a rental increase recently and you want to make sure that everything is all fair and uh, that's it's not an unreasonable uh, rental increase. Uh, you can get onto Consumer Affairs Victoria. Either if you get the rental increase, there should be a link with all of the details that, that should be provided by your real estate agent. But if they don't, yeah, you can chase up Consumer Affairs Victoria and you can contact uh, them at renting at justice.vic.gov.au. Thanks very much for coming along, Santa. Oh, true pleasure, mate. I'll catch you soon. Yeah, I'll definitely. come back again and maybe. Pardon? I mean, depending on how this episode goes, I'll come back again. Oh, mate. I'll definitely have you back on and just ramble with me. But yeah. for now, we've got, yeah. f- we got some f- drinking and footy to go to. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs>